The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal that gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. The housing market remains sluggish, causing the Mortgage Bankers Association to once again lower its forecast for the next year. Now the NBA expects $1.98 trillion in origination, down more than 20% from the current year. Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by MBA Deputy Chief Economist, Joel Kahn. Mark, thanks for joining me. You bet. I appreciate you inviting me. So Fannie Mae looked at uh, how consumers are shopping or not shopping for mortgages and, and found that a little over a third are, are basically just getting one quote. Um, I guess just to start things off, you know, what do you, what do you think that says about the way consumers are engaging with with bar, with uh, lenders? Um, I think it it provides a number a number of issues going on that drive that result. Um, on the one hand, we see in the survey responses and in other research that we've done that borrowers are often uh, quite comfortable with the lender that they're working with and who they've selected, and there's a level of trust there. Um, so I think that's part of what drives it. Uh, the second thing that that we think may be driving this result is that um, mortgage shopping is one element of the home buying process. And um, of course, people want to get pre-qualified. They want to make sure that, that they, the loan closes, the funds are there, uh, settlement, but it's not the highest focus, right? The, the highest focus is uh, shopping for a home, finding the right home. Uh, you know, and making sure they, they, they like where they live. And do you think some of that is obviously with the internet, there's more information at consumers' fingertips. So is this perhaps a sign that consumers are doing their research when they go to a, a, an originator? Or is this perhaps people don't really understand what their options are? They find somebody who has a decent rate and that's just where they go. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a, a mixed group, right? And consumers and home buyers are really large cohort, um, and and uh, there are undoubtedly some of them who find the whole process overwhelming and a huge amount of detail and information, uh, and that maybe rely a little bit more on trust, rely on advice from family members, uh, the realtor, etc. Um, there are a number that spend quite a lot of time researching and finding all the information. So I think it's a pretty widespread set of behaviors that we've seen in the different work we've done. And is this, what has the trend been, um, not just in the last couple of years, but is this, is this normal or does this seem like, you know, with perhaps the internet and with some of these other tools that consumers have, they're more and more just going to who they think their originator is going to be? Yeah, so we've we've asked similar questions going back to the first quarter of 2014, and we've seen actually a pretty steady um, breakout between the share that get uh, only one quote being around 35%. It's moved around a little bit, but not a lot. 
versus two or more quotes. Um, and so while the, of course it was the internet in 2014, but it doesn't seem like whatever tools are being put out there are not fundamentally changing the way people behave. And so if you're an originator and you see this and it seems like, you know, that first impression and it's not even in interaction, but whether it's on the internet or wherever somebody's finding their originator, it's really important to connect because as your research shows, at least a third of buyers aren't shopping around. How important is it then to, to, to sort of break through with marketing and with other efforts to get that visibility so you're the one that they see? Yeah, I, I think it's obviously very important for um, lenders and individual loan officers to connect with consumers, given the complexity and the importance of the transaction, the consumer's life. Um, and, and, and building a relationship of trust obviously is significant. And we do see that in other survey work that people trust their, their lender, that they also trust other professionals they work for and look to them for advice. Um, I, I do think that it's, it's, it's also good to remember that even if someone just gets one quote, what the results of the survey show that, that they do still, many of them still do, not by no means a majority, but many of them do still negotiate or try to negotiate the terms of their mortgage, right? So they, they, they ask about, they try to negotiate the rate, closing costs, maybe the appraisal fee. So even if they're just getting one quote, they're still, you know, somewhat skeptical buyers and, and negotiating for elements of that quote. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com. And has your research showed how consumers find their originators? Is it doing internet research? Is it referrals from family and realtors? What are some of the best ways to make sure you're making some of those initial contacts, um, you know, if, if shoppers aren't looking around? Yeah, so this particular piece of research was not focused on how they went about, how they initially got a contact with the, with the, um, with the lender. Um, we do know from other research that purchase and refi is a little different. Um, and in the purchase market, um, having the, the realtor plays an important role. So for loan officers, a relationship with, with realtors is, is appears important too. People do shop online, so it's kind of a, a mix, a mix of things, but I wouldn't underestimate the importance of uh, trusted advisor referrals, particularly the realtor but also family members and others. But we can get you some of that other research uh, if it's of interest to you. Sure, absolutely. Um, and, and did you find any difference between first time and repeat buyers, maybe repeat buyers going, you know, we could have handled that better. We were rushed. We wanted to just get our dream home. Are they doing it differently? Or are they showing the same sort of behaviors we're seeing in first time buyers? This showing pretty, uh, pretty much same behaviors. And that was actually a bit of a surprise to me. I would have thought maybe the repeat buyers would, would negotiate more because they were more familiar with the process. And we didn't see that. Um, we did also see that, that um, some of the younger buyers were actually uh, shopping more. So that may go to, to uh, part of what your, your initial questions were a little bit about the internet. And um, so, so that was interesting to see too. 
Yeah. And maybe first time buyers not familiar with the process, putting in a little more work, whereas experienced buyers maybe feel like they know how to find what they're looking for. Um, but when you look at that, then do you see, I don't know, again, if your research showed or, or if other research shows, does it seem like repeat buyers, if they're satisfied and they're not really doing a lot of shopping, the place they at least start with is where they got their, their first mortgage is, is, is that, uh, obviously something important, doing a good job and making sure these buyers, when they're upgrading, they're coming back to you. And I, that seems to make sense to me. And, and we do see them having some familiarity. Um, we also see that when we looked at um, refinance. So, you know, um, in, in, in other work that we did where, where we um, got data looking at, um, this goes back to pre-pandemic, but looking at people's internet usage um, and what, where did they sequence looking for a mortgage versus, you know, first looking at homes casually on the internet, et cetera. So, um, you know, it, there is definitely an element of once you build a relationship and you, you feel like it went well, you're going to naturally go back to that loan officer. And, and when, when buyers are looking, um, shopping for a quote, do they seem to understand what their options might be in terms of loan products? Or is that somewhere where, uh, an originator can sort of set themselves apart that, okay, you went out, you found a quote, you found a rate, but based on your circumstances, here are some other options that I think might be better for you. Is that an opportunity maybe for originators to break through um, with, with uh, shoppers? Yeah, we did. We didn't, um, we, we surveyed, uh, it was an oversample in our national housing survey, looking at um, people who had a, a Fannie mortgage um, so we could survey them more easily. So we didn't probe. It didn't seem to us like they would have probably been a VA bar or an FHA bar. So we didn't kind of probe that part of it. Well, that sure. they would have been a jumbo bar. Sure. Um, and then lastly, obviously, we've seen rates fluctuate a lot. I don't know, as you as you study these things going back to 2014, uh, you know, I know you said that the the number of people who look around has held pretty steady. Does it change as rates fluctuate or does that seem to be pretty consistent regardless of market conditions? Yeah, it's the fact that it's gone down over this time period a little bit, um, but <laughs> the movements are small compared to the dramatic movements we've had in rate. So I don't really think this is rate driven. Um, I think the rates are given and, you know, people are shopping for a home with an idea of what the budget constraint is in terms of a bid on the house. And then, you know, the, the, the rate, you know, whether they go to bankrate.com or somewhere else to get an initial read of where rates are, like, you know, is it seven and a quarter world or five and a half world? You know, and then from that, they're starting to shop. Lee, uh, Mark, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. We'll be right back with the rest of your headlines. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to sign up. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Here's your headlines for today, December 2nd. Wisconsin-based Atlanta already has a buyer with Gill Mortgage acquiring its assets. Atlanta plans to close its doors by April, but says the actual timeline depends on finding a buyer. The two companies did not say what will happen to the 62 employees that received layoff notices from Atlanta. In other news, two Redfin reports show us that buyers and sellers are going in different directions right now. 
The company's home buyer demand index rose by 1.5% as rates continue to slip, but we also saw 2% of sellers pulling their house off the market in November. That's a record high. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Cotamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.